Hello, everybody. Jim Malone coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, the Fed has met, and they did decide to raise the interest rates, which was no surprise. The interesting thing was the market had uh, had had figured in a, a 75 basis point uh, move. It was only five, uh, 50 basis points or a half a percent. So that was good. The market did rally because, of course, it was less than the worst case scenario that uh, that many on Wall Street had expected, where uh, it would move. Um, it, it would basically it would basically move up seventy five basis points. But you know, <laughs> it still is devastating for the housing market. And one of the things I think we're going to see in the near future is we're going to see, you know, some issues in the housing market because, you know, even though it's only a half a percent rise, you say, wow, that's not that much. But it is because it's creating five and six and possibly seven percent interest rates on houses. And with the, with uh, home prices at a record high, that could be an issue, um, you know, if the you know, if the market slows down. So uh, that's just something that you got to you got to look at very, very carefully. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's basically, you know, that's that's basically it. So the rate hike of 50 basis points is basically, according to according to um, Chairman Powell, this is on this is on for the next probably two uh, meetings. So it's um, they, they're not considering going up 75, uh, three quarters of a percent or 75 basis point, but one but one half percent or. Uh, uh, 50 basis points for the next um, for the next meetings. Definitely, interest rates are going up. So, you know, we got to figure this into the calculus here. Um, it's going to be tough for a lot of people. Um, you know, coming up, consumer spending is you know is likely to take a hit on this as people move to things that are you know just just more um, you know staple related than that. So the market is extremely defensive. Um, I've been looking really in just very much, you know, I, I you know, I was almost a zero uh, in the market and now I'm pulling back in, but I'm really going only into areas that, uh, you know, I think have a, have a good, you know, have a good chance of, um, of success. Basically I want to show you the two areas that the two stocks that I did buy today. Um, and, you know, I did add to my Exxon mobile position and then I also bought the XLE. This is the Spider Select Energy Fund, and this these are these are amongst the best performing stocks right now or ETFs in the market. So that's one thing you got to kind of look at here. You know, really, basically, it's the oils. Um, I did. There is one stock on deck that I think that you can possibly look at as possibly buying as you're kind of moving into the market, kind of moving out of uh, of cash now. Interestingly enough, this is the third follow through. This is the third day. If we get another update tomorrow, that means that we'll have a follow through day on Friday. And if that happens, then, you know, we will want to start getting back into the market. There'll be a little bit of a rally. Who knows what's going to happen? Just I've been, been very, very cautious. I'm not I don't have a lot of positions right now. Just, you know, trying to be very, very, very cautious in the market. Um, currently, this is what I've got. Um, it, you know, basically, I started buying Chevron on Friday. It's up today. Volume's down a little bit. 
Mosaic. This is a fertilizer company of all things. Uh, I was buying this on Monday. And of course, I bought uh, Exxon and the Spider today. They were both up. So that seems to be where the strength is in the market. So I know that, you know, I would just love to be buying some technology, but I just don't think right now it's the place to be. I mean, it's just not the place to be in the market. It seems as if, you know, what I'm seeing at least is that the market tends to be moving towards the, um, you know, the oils. And then there is one area that I think is right at a buy point that we might want to possibly take a look at. Now, I'm going to show you three stocks that uh, now two of these I have purchased already. Uh, but um, I want to show you these three stocks here that I think that you can buy. Uh, and I'm going to show you the current price and the buy point. The buy point, of course, is the pivot. That's kind of what I want to uh, show you here. Of course, ExxonMobil, that just moved above the pivot today. I did buy it earlier before it moved above the pivot. It is still buyable up to about 5% above that buy point at 89.80. Current price on mobile, ExxonMobil, 91.70. And it's a pretty good chart. I uh, kind of I want to show you that chart here just in a second. So let me let me share that screen with the live chart for ExxonMobil. Uh, let's take a quick look at it. It basically has moved up through this cup with a handle. Uh, I, I bought uh, here at uh, 88.51. We're at um, 91.30. So we're up. We're starting to go into the buy zone here. We can buy it, you know, up, you know, just a little bit higher here. But we don't want to. We don't want to go too more. This is my second buy. I did. I haven't made the notation, but I made the buy bef below the the buy point, then basically at the buy point, and I may make another buy on this one uh, tomorrow, just depending on how healthy it is. I uh, wanted to show you some other things about this, uh, this one on the technicals in uh, this, this is, uh, these are the, these are the moving averages um, on this one. Uh, currently we are pretty extended. We're, we're, you know, we're uh, at 6.62% above that 10 day line. Um, but we are still, you know, so we are a little bit extended here. So even though we're, technically in the buy zone, we really shouldn't be buying more than about 5% above that. So if you do decide to move into Exxon Mobil, if that's, if that's you know, that, that fits your, uh, fits the bill, uh, please be aware that you don't really want to buy it too much higher than this based on those indicators. So right now, um, right now, the way it's looking at, you know, the buy point 89.80, hopefully we'll get a little bit of a pullback. It looks as if we did get a little bit of after hours pullback to 91.30, but we really don't want to buy it too much higher than that. I know this is, you know, I'm getting <laughs> getting really technical here, but uh, that's going to probably give us those best results. The, mo the, the movement in the market is into some of these larger integrated oil companies. Of course, as you all know, I own a Chevron as well. I would buy that one Friday, and that one has performed well as well. There's another, uh, there's another gas-related company. Now it's not a, it's not a gas company in that it doesn't drill for it. It's a transport company, and that's Chenier. Symbol on this one is LNG. Uh, the current price on this one is uh, 146.40. It is below the 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 buy point. The buy point being 149, uh, 149.42. Let's take a look quickly at that chart. Um, for LNG, this is Chenier, and this company liquefies natural gas, 
And their entire book, from what I've known, I did a little research on this one. Uh, their entire book is sold out because this is the industry that is going to Europe. So they're 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 in a good sales position now. They just they just came through earnings. They they are in a loss position on earnings, uh, but it didn't affect the stock because their sales are so strong uh, when it comes to that. So basically, this is coming into. Uh, you know, right into the buy zone. Now, as you can see, I've, I've been I've been accumulating this one I, a little bit here, uh, and I may buy more. But you know, right now it is viable, even though it is below that buy point. So that's another one you might want to kind of take a look at. Now, the third one that I want to show you, and this is one you know I haven't purchased this. I'm not in this sector yet, but it looks as if um, you know most of my buys have been in the oil patch, but the, the drug sector is a potential, and Merck, M-R-K, is one of the biggest drug companies, of course, and they seem to be, uh, they, they, they're they set up very, very well technically uh, to buy. Um, so let's see if I can get that up there. M-R-K, of course, is the symbol for Merck. There we go. Um, and <clears throat> as you can see, we're right below that 89.48 buy point, <coughs> but <coughs> the stock is reversing higher. And I do believe even though it pulled back to 88, <coughs> it is still, um, it is still in a position where we're about 1.1% below the buy point of 89, 80, uh, 89.48. So this is actionable uh, right now. We do have a, uh, an increasingly, uh, you know, we do have a good relative strength line um, and some of the other things are pretty favorable for this. Again, I've been a little bit shy because, uh, you know, I'm just trying to get into the very best things that are looking the best technically. If we look at the checklist here for Merck, uh, it's a 100% checklist. So I'm just trying to right now buy the best setups uh, that I possibly can. I definitely think you could buy one full position here uh, at this level. So that might be something that you might want to look at. The buy point on Merck, 89.48, uh, current price 88.52. It's right below the buy point. So, you know, you could come in there with a full position. And the question is, what do I mean by this full position? Well, think of your portfolio as a pizza. And there's eight slices of that pizza. One full position is... Uh, approximately 12 and well, it is exactly 12 and a half percent. So if you come in with on a good stock, the maximum you ever want to buy at one fell swoop is one full position. Uh, and that would be 12 and whatever, 12 and a half percent of your portfolio value in that number of shares would equal. So uh, that's how I do it to keep, to, to keep, uh, to keep my um, uh, to, to to keep my uh, to keep my uh, my account balanced, and that helps a little bit in the um, control. You know that helps a little bit in the uh, um, in, in the loss control. So always remember if you if you buy a stock and it moves down more than seven percent on you, please sell it because in this market it's a very volatile market where we're it's it's it is starting to make a move from a uh, uptrend of uh, from a market and a correction to a confirmed uptrend, but we're not there yet. We have to wait for a follow through day. Now, if we get another update tomorrow on Thursday, 
then we will have four in a row, and that qualifies as a follow-through day. But we want to wait through that follow-through day before we do anything else because this is a tough market to trade, and, uh, you know, there's just a lot of pitfalls along the way. So right now I'm concentrating all of my buys essentially in two areas. Well, really, really one area, and that's primarily oil. And then I am looking at some kind of, tertiary uh, uh, areas of the market. One of them is the, what they call ethical drugs, and that's where Merck is, MRK. So just uh, um, <laughs> just uh, uh, just want to say. Um, and we have a question from Jay. He says, Jay, uh, Apple's out of control. Absolutely. Um, you know, Apple has moved up very nicely today. Um, I still wouldn't recommend buying it in this market, though. I mean, there's a lot of reasons for that. But let's take a look at Apple. Apple had very good reaction. I mean, it was up, you know, it's up seven, you know, it's it's up strongly. So, uh, you know, that is definitely, we're finally starting to get uh, some, some, some support here. Now, if it can stay above, and it does look like it's going to stay above that 50-day line there, you know, I mean, this is, you know, this is the potential, the beginning of the reversal. But I'm still not sold on, uh, I'm still not sold on it, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, it has moved above that reversal line, but we were still well below the 182.98 buy point. We really kind of need it to reverse and then make get some more strength and move up to this 182.94 uh, uh, buy point. That's really where we need to have it before we can really consider that it's, it's turned the corner. Here's the problem with the telecom and the consumer goods area. It's 78 out of 197, and in this market, Boy, I tell you what, it's uh, it's it's a tough market. I think that you know, um, in order to buy this, you really you're really going to have to wait, and it's going to have to be above 170 because the buy point on this one, 182. So I am kind of taking a wait see attitude now. I may I may, you know, that may not be the right <laughs> may not be the right thing to do. I may miss the boat on this one, but with Apple, I would just you know I know this is really painful because you're looking like wow I could buy it way down here. But remember, it still is just started to reverse, and it's still in this consolidation. And really, we need to go for, need need it to go to a higher high, and that's really not where we're at right now. So, I would I, I would not be a buyer of Apple. I'd watch list Apple, absolutely watch list Apple. But you know, I'm not going to be a buyer of Apple at this level. It just it doesn't work for me because, um, you know, just because of the, because of the way the market is in in um. You know, the, basically the, the market. So um, right now, the one, the stock, three stocks I'm targeting, of course, are uh, are the um, are Exxon, XOM, Chenier, LNG, and Merck. Currently, I um, um, I'm going to probably be trying to if 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 Merck moves to the moves to the buy point, I may buy a full position in Merck tomorrow. I'm just I'm on the fence on this one. Probably won't do anything on LNG right now. It's a little bit too volatile for me, but a good stock. Uh, I definitely am, am in uh, Exxon. I may add to the position. I've had two ads so far on on Exxon Mobil. And of course, what I'm trying to do here, of course, is a swing trade. We're trying to buy it, move it up, and then you know if we get uh, you know a five to fifteen percent um, move on it, then we're probably going to sell it just because of the way the market. It's right now, uh, definitely, uh, definitely the way the market is right now. Hey, thanks, Dan, um, for for uh, writing in here for uh, Mosaic MLS. I'm in Mosaic. This is a fertilizer stock, and 
you know, unfortunately, with the situation in, um, you know, with the situation in Ukraine, we've got to be cognizant is that, you know, fertilizer stocks are probably going to do very well. Now, what happened is I bought uh, basically uh, yesterday a full position at 68. Now, it's down a little bit from that. It closed at 67, but it looks like it's getting some support right here at the um, at, at the uh, um, 50 day line. Now, here's the thing, you know, I won't hold it. If it moves, if it moves, you can see this little mark here, that's my stop loss. And it's right below 60 where the, where the, the bottom of this is. I'm, I'm, char I'm, I'm, you know, I'm only going to be in it as long as it's above about 60, anything below that. And I'm probably going to be out of it, but I believe that it's reversing course this is an extremely strong area. Agricultural chemicals is the number two area in the market right now. Uh, so we're definitely in the right, you know, we're, we're, we're in the right uh, area. And the question is, are we in the right stock? Well, there's two stocks that are really strong uh, that are, are Mosaic and Nutrien, NTR. That's the other one. Um, now, this one has a pretty good checklist, seven out of nine. So an eight, so a 79% checklist. So that's looking good. Now, the other stock that you might consider in this area is called NTR Nutrien. And this is a Canadian company, and it's, it's the largest fertilizer company in the world. It has a very similar chart to Mosaic. Um, and this one is not quite as actionable yet because we're, we're forming a base here, but it's not quite as actionable, but it's still a really good stock. Let's take a look. This has got a hundred percent checklist. So if you, if you are, you know, with these commodity stocks, the buy points aren't as critical as with some of the other stocks, but this is also set up very well. So if, uh, if you want an alternative to mosaic, I think one of the places to be is in nutrient NTR. And the reason I believe this is because this is indeed one of the biggest areas in the market in terms of, um, you know, in, in this in this market, in the fertilizer market, there's really three companies, CF Industries, Mosaic, MLS, and Nutrient. And Nutrient is the biggest. So that's one you want to look at as well uh, here. Um, but that's a great question. That's a, that's a great question, Dan. Uh, really appreciate that. Um, also, let's take a look at LNG. And of course, this is the one that is very close. Um, this is very close to a um, a buy point, a very, very close to the buy point. And this one moved very, very nicely today. And it's moving after hours as well. Now, the, there's a little bit of a danger in buying this one. And it moved up so fast, it pulled right down to the to, to the to the line. And then, of course, you, should, you can see I've been trading this for a while. <laughs> I was stopped out and then I, get, I, I moved back in because I do think this is such a good play. Um, I may be adding this one tomorrow. I'm not sure, but I definitely want to see how this opens. Um, you know, I think that you could buy it right at the buy point. 149.12 would be a good place to buy this one. Uh, I do believe it's going higher. Now that it's through earnings, I think that we have a pretty strong stock on our hands. It's got a 78% um, uh, approval rating, as it were. Uh, and let's look at the pattern recognition on this one. We're basically just 2% below that pivot. I actually calculated at 1.1%, but, you know, it de you know, depends exactly on how the calculation is. But we're very close to that pivot. Uh, and, uh, you know, 
and we've moved very close to that. So, uh, and by the way, this is a secondary. This is a, this is a secondary base. The flat base came here, and we're in 78 days. We're all the way from basically here, all the way up to to here. So this is definitely an appreciating stock. It's in a great area of the market, and even though the market, even though there's a lot of um, uncertainty in this market, and there's a lot of areas in the market we don't want to be in, this is one of the areas that I think you could definitely be in. So this is buyable, um, and the, the pivot on this one, the buy point is 149.42. So that's looking pretty darn good. I think that you could buy this one, um, even though they're in a, a loss position, and right now I'm very careful about stocks that are in loss positions, this one is, uh, you know, I think it's a leader and I think it's going to be a lot, you know, it's going to do, uh, it's going to do good things, mainly because of the, the demand. Uh, their, their, their order book is completely full. So it's looking pretty good. Let's look at MUSA. Thank you so much, Matt, for that. MUSA. And that is Murphy Oil. This is one I had. I do like this one. Uh, I'll be I'll be honest with you. I do like this one. I'm not in this one right now, mainly because technically it's not at a buy point. But <coughs> that's just because this base isn't long enough. This is a very nice reversal. You'll notice with many of these oil stocks, they're moving right up that 21-day line. That's this green line here. It came up. It was staying way above that, and then it 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 came up to. Uh, this this uh, 249 uh, 11 area got some resistance, pulled back, hit the 21 day line. Boom! It's it's back up again. Now, <clears throat> if this can get over 250, if Murph MUSA can get over 250, it's probably going to go higher. And one of the good things about this particular company, as a matter of fact, here in Dallas, <laughs> right next door to the the office building where we are is uh, is a new brand new murphy usa uh company so <coughs> they are they are a regional based <coughs> kind of uh, convenience store gas station and they're doing well so uh and they've got good expansion plans so i do like this one uh it's also got a hundred percent checklist i want to point that out um you could buy it at this level this would not be my preferred level to buy it <coughs> The ideal place would have been to buy it here on the pullback. That's the secondary buy point. The, the, the primary buy point would be at the pivot, and that's right back here, the pivot being basically this cup with handle at 195.68. That was where the first buy point was. From there, you know, if we, you know, if, if uh, you know, here, here's, here's where I was buying too, too early, and then I got stopped out, and then I should have just waited, put this on the watch list. This is why patience pays big dividends and waited until we came back above that, that buy point. But right now, I don't know. I don't think you want to chase this too much, but, you know, we probably still could buy it here. I just think it's a little extended, though. I, I think it's a little extended. So I would be somewhat careful about buying MUSA at this level. So. Uh, even though it just had great, it had a, had, had some great earnings. Let's look at their earnings. And they came in, and I think they came in very strong. Yeah, look at that. Okay, March 22nd. So that was their end of their first quarter. And boy, look at that. Their sales were up 45%. And their profits, and that's the key, 202 uh, over quarter. That's really good. 
Um, I, but you know, right now I just think, it, you know, I would like to say that to buy it here, but I just think you're chasing it a little bit, you know, wait for this to cut, catch up, wait for it to form another base. I just think you've got a watch list this year, uh, Matt. Uh, I think it's just, uh, uh, you know, this was up 12, uh, you know, this is, look at this. There's a lot of buying in there. 12, 12 point, uh, uh, $12.50. This was up. So very powerful. Um, I just think you've got to wait on this one. Let it pull back, let it settle a little bit, and then maybe take a run at it. Because I think what's going to happen is it's going to pull up here and then it's going to readjust down a little bit. And then we're going to get, you know, right to the, the, the 10-day line. Here's where I would recommend possibly buying it going to go to the technicals here i'd buy it about right about the 10-day line uh if i could if it pulls back to about 237 about 237 i think you could buy it at that level so i would wait for a pullback and this is pretty aggressive but uh you know i i would uh, wait for a pullback uh to 137 so that's kind of where i would that's kind of where i would be looking at it um because that that's where it would, would be closer to the 10-day line so terrific performance this company is moving very very nicely but i think we got to wait for this one to pull back right now it's at 246.20 so i think it's a little bit a little bit high now this is in a good area this retail super mini markets is a good area what i like about this though is that it has the oil component this is a kind of a the, the these have these have these have gas stations and many marts two of the actually strongest areas right now in the market you know uh this is where you want to be this this will do well in an inflationary environment and so but i just think you've got to wait for a pullback to about 137 i just i think you i think you just really do because um that would make it probably you know it's a little extended right now that's the problem when you're when you're waiting you know that's the that's the problem always when you're waiting and you're you're, you're waiting till after earnings if the if they if the earnings really blow out the stock moves really 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 more and it becomes extended and then you say well i missed it well you just it's a patience game you just gotta wait for it to pull back but i think that you're definitely on the right track with musa i really do it's got a it's got a great checklist it's in the right area um I just think you have to wait for it to pull back to about 137. That's where I would buy it. So I would put in, if you're worried about getting that, I would put in a lemon order, possibly at 137, and maybe buy a half a position there. So that's kind of how I would do it. Uh, but uh, really appreciate that. Uh, great question. Let's look at ATI uh, and get it going. ATI. And. Um, Let's take a look. Allegheny Technologies. Boy, these, you're picking some really good ones here, Dan. This is a good stock. Um, this is sort of in the steel area. It's specialty steel for the aerospace industry. What's interesting and good about this one is the fact that because Europe has a, is in an energy crisis really right now, as a matter of fact, Germany has some of the highest electric costs in the world right now because they use natural gas to generate a lot of their electricity. And of course, they're not getting that from Russia. And they also, unfortunately for them, closed down, they're gonna be closed, you know, they've closed down their nuclear facility. So they've got basically natural gas from Russia that's threatening to cut it off and a, wind, and a bunch of windmills and, and, and solar. And it does, solar just doesn't work that well 
above, you know, you know, uh, um, Germany is really just too far north, really, for solar to work, works better towards the equator. So many of the competing specialty steel companies that are based in Europe, uh, you know, are going to go offline because their, their costs are going to get too high. So Allegheny has a real, is going to get a cost advantage. Of course, they're based in, uh, I believe they're based in Pittsburgh, in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, and of course, they've got some of the cheapest uh, electricity in the country because they get it from Quebec, believe it or not. So the energy grid goes up into Quebec with the, 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 world's, the world's most uh, affordable um, hydropower is basically out of Hydro-Quebec. And of course, it, it's sold primarily, it's sold in uh, in the Northeast and, the, and particularly in, uh, in the Pennsylvania area around the Great Lakes. So Great Lakes actually have an advantage in terms of costing with electricity because of, <laughs> of dams built in Quebec. So uh, this, long story short, I'm going into a lot of detail here, but I think this is a good stock. Unfortunately, I don't really see, you know, right now it's extended. The last buy point on it uh, was right back here. Basically, let's see if I can get that. Oh, let's see if it'll, it'll it'll let me do that. Okay, the the last buy point on a cup with handle was basically right there. Okay, so let's go and take a look at the uh, <clears throat> take take a look at the uh, uh, the pattern rack here. Basically, we had you know we're thirty five percent above that pivot in about sixty four days. Uh, and what does that mean? Well, the correct obviously the correct point to buy that would have been. Uh, at about 21.52, we're currently at 29.61. So, in terms of dollars, we're not that far above it, but in terms of percentages, we are. So, here's the thing: I think you've got to wait for this one, uh, possibly to pull back to the 21-day line. That's probably where you could buy it on a secondary buy. So, what I would do on this one, if you if you're interested, and, I, and we're pretty close to it, you could set a limit order at 27. Um, at, at 27.91, if you wanted to pick that up, because that one would would probably probably work well. So, here's if you're interested in buying Allegheny ATI, um, you know I would you know set uh, set a buy for um, a uh, set a limit order. <laughs> there we go. A limit order. At the 21-day line, um, and that's at uh, let's get that right. Um, 27.91. Now that's not a primary buy point, uh, but it is. Uh, that's a good place to buy it because that's a good place to buy it because it's right at that green line. Right now, it's 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 you know it's it's moving, it's kind of consolidating down a little bit. Um, but one of the things I like about this again, this is in the materials area. This is the area that you can buy in. Uh, twenty one out of one ninety seven, so we're definitely in the top twenty percent of the market. We have a upward trending, and if you can see this blue line here, we have an upward trending uh, relative strength line. This stock is getting stronger relative to the rest of the market. So that is indeed good. Let's look at the at the checklist. It's not a perfect checklist, but it's not a bad one. It's it's basically a 89 checklist. The only thing that it is uh, is failing on right now is earnings per share, and I suspect that's going to be improving. So let's take a look at the at the uh, 
at the earnings uh, potential here. We just came through earnings. We were up 20% in sales and we were up tremendously in profit. So this, this has not been doing great for the last few years, but now it's starting to shine. Here's a little bit of a little bit of a concern for me, not necessarily a deal killer, but a concern for me. The PE ratio currently on Allegheny is 48. This is high for the steel group, um, but it does have cash flow. I really like that. And it does have a return on equity of about 3%. So this is not completely the best setup here, but I think you could buy it with a limit order, but really it, it probably, you probably got to wait a little bit because you could buy it with a limit order, but I would be a little bit careful because I do kind of think that, yeah, I, I really think that uh, it's a little extended right now. Um, you know, ATI uh, is a little extended uh, right now. It, it's a great stock, but, you know, there's just certain places that it, it, you're you're going to have a little bit more risk in terms of buying. Right now, it's, it's extended above that, um, that buy point. The buy point is basically the current buy point on this one uh, is – basically uh at 21 at 52 so at 29 we're, we're fairly we're fairly extended from that so what i was and this is hard what i would recommend doing is waiting a little bit seeing if there's a consolidation around that 21 day line and buying it there so uh that's uh but it's a good stock and uh you know good potential on it so but i wouldn't i wouldn't put this on the top of my buy list though this would probably be a watch list for me just just because of those things a good stock just not ready to go uh totally um you know just not ready just not ready to go unfortunately um all right let's take a look at the spy thanks Jennifer. appreciate that the spider of course is the etf that covers the um, s p 500 and and uh you know at least at least the last with this with you know if the market turns up if we had a follow-through day and we're one day away from that, then you know this is going to be this is going to be a better better play. But right now, I think you've got to avoid it. And here's why I here's why I think that currently the spider is below the 200-day moving average. And why is that 200-day moving average so important? Well, if that 200-day moving average is moving up like it is here, that means money is coming into the market. If it's flat like this, it means that money is sort of on the fence. If it's pointed down, then that means that money is moving out of the market and out of this issue. Right now, we are below the 200-day moving average. So I would just have to say um, not to buy the spider at this point. Let me give you a better alternative, possibly. If we look at the select area, there's, there's this thing called the spider select. These are... These are, in, these are um, sections of the market. There's 11 of these. And the, there's two ones that are top performing right now. The top performing Spider Select Fund is the XLE. And this is, this is uh, a, uh, an ETF. And this is correct in, in, a buy, in a buy range right now. This is the number one ETF in terms of a sector of the stock market right now. This is the XLE. There's another one that is also positive uh, for the month, well, actually for the quarter, and that's the XLU, and that's the utility. These are extremely defensive, but with this high interest rate environment, 
the market is highly uh, is highly defensive. This one is in the buy zone as well, um, and it, it's come down and it's now getting support here. This is probably if you're looking to buy a uh, <clears throat> if you're to buy an index fund, this one also might be on the list. But currently, I would avoid the spider and possibly buy the um, to buy the XLE because that's the the, the ETF that is doing the best in terms of the market overall. Uh, Jim, um, are you still holding short positions? Yes, unfortunately, <laughs> you are right. Um, I have a short on Disney, and I also have a short on Boeing, and I have a short on Salesforce. Now, with the way things were working today, uh, my short, and I'll show you this. Um, let's look at Disney first because I like to show my best my best stuff first. Um, with Disney, as you can see, this is the short on this is my short on Disney. I shorted it here, and Disney pulled all the way down and looked like it's bouncing up. I'm still positive on this one uh, at the 116 uh, range. I may close this one. I don't know. Probably may take profits on this one, but this one pulled down, and it it, it uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow because. I don't think it's going to trade above the 10-day line. And on this one, it's still positive. I'm still making money on this. So I'm still short on Walt Disney. Uh, and, I, and I entered that on the 25th. Now, on Boeing, <laughs> on Boeing, I thought I would outsmarted it. But on Boeing, I am not quite as good. I'm just about even on Boeing. I put a bearish put spread on this one on the 27th. And as you can see, it pulled down, and now it's now it's touching, and it's it's pulled right up to basically where I bought it. Now it's off a little bit after hours, but you know we'll see what happens here. If this continues a downward trend, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it open. I, I, I'm gonna keep it open as long as it doesn't trade, as long as it trades below the 21 day line. That's why I have this stop loss here. But I am short Boeing, but don't enter the Boeing, uh, don't enter a Boeing short, don't enter a Boeing short here because this has popped up here a little bit. Hopefully, we'll continue the trend downwards, and I'll, uh, and I did, but it's still open. Now, on Salesforce, which is CRM, that's the symbol on it, uh, I also have a short, and that one, uh, unfortunately, has gotten a little bit away from me. What's happened was I shorted it, and now it's come up to the 21-day line. If it moves above that 21-day line, I will close that short. But as you can see, I'm quite close to to possibly closing the short on that one. Right now, it's down a little bit uh, after hours, just one, one cent. We'll see what happens. Uh, but if it continues the trend here, I will keep it open. But I may be closing this one, my short on CRM. But that's a great question. And uh, thanks for thanks for asking. Um, appreciate it. And I will, keep you, I will keep you informed on my short positions. All right, safe to enter now in uh, NVIDIA and Costco. No, <laughs> no, unfortunately, I love NVIDIA, the company. I think it's a great company. It's just that it's in the wrong sector of the of the market right now. Let me show you why, um, Antonio. Um, the reason I wouldn't enter this one here is because, unfortunately, unfortunately, we are still below that, that, uh, fifth, that 200-day moving average. And, and this is key. You see this red line as it's moved below that 200-day line? Well, that's the death cross, unfortunately. And that means that in the short term, even though we had a movement up here, 
NVIDIA is going lower. So I would not enter it here. I would not enter it here. Based on this chart, NVIDIA is going to go lower, at least for the, the, the short term. Why? Because the 50-day line has crossed below the 200-day line. Even though the even though the, the even though the 200-day line is moving up a little bit, the fact that the 50-day line has crossed below the 200-day line indicates that in the short term, people are selling this one. And so, even though it looks good, as you can see, it went up today, but I'm afraid this is going to probably reverse lower, especially if it gets up to the 21-day line. So my guess is, no, I would not be in um, Nvidia. So. You know, that's that's painful, but um, I would say, uh, you know, uh, no to NVIDIA um, for, for now. We're just not in the right phase. It's not in the right, it's right, not in the right part of the market. The electronic semiconductor fabulous area as a part of the market is 158 out of 197. And unfortunately, that makes it in the lower quadrile, the, the lower Part of the market, so we want to try to buy things uh, as they're moving higher or in a better part of the market. So right now, unfortunately, it's just not in the place. It's not in the cards. I would not buy Nvidia at this level. Uh, let's look at Costco, uh, and that's another one that I think is very interesting. Of course, this one is possibly a little bit better deal because it's in the consumer staples area which is higher rated than the semiconductor fabulous. This is in the top 20%. So according to this, the major discount store chains, 42 out of 197. It's still not a great category, not like oil, but it's not as bad as some of the other ones. It's right basically at the pivot. The pivot on this one, the buy point, 545.29, it's at 544.31. So basically it's right at the pivot. And it's trying to move above that. Now, here's the problem with Costco. Uh, the reason it came up to here is because there's a resistance right there. And we know that if it can pass through the resistance, maybe it will go higher. But you know what? I just think that you don't want to risk it. Uh, you don't want to risk it. It is above the 200-day line. I do like that. But I just think that, you know, yes, it is coming into a, technically into a buy point. But I just don't know about this one. If, if, if I did invest in this one, I, I did. I, I was in this one as it moved above the pivot the first time. You know, I made the mistake of not selling out quickly enough. But you notice, you know, I, it, it moved very nicely. And then wham, it, it came right down. So I think that, you know, we're just going to see a consolidation really from about this 6, 12 level, you know, in, in this area is where we're going to see, you know, is, is where we're going to see, um, Costco moving. So you know, it's sort of in this area and it's, you know, it's, it's bouncing. It may move up to the, to the top here, but I just, I, I would probably stay away right now because I just, I think that uh, even Costco with as good a company as it is, uh, is uh, going to be more difficult in terms of, uh, you know, in, in terms of buy. So I would probably watch this and not, um, yeah, I, I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't be in it right now just, just because, uh, um, um, thanks, man. Thanks for everything. Thanks for everything. Okay. So let's take a look here. Oh, is it shortable because of high? This is a good question. Baba shortable because of high interest rate, slow housing market. Eh, 
I would be careful on Home Depot. Is a matter. Here's the thing. I think it's. I think that the slow housing market is going to be tougher for the home builders, and it might actually be somewhat good for, in, in, in a really perverse way, it may be somewhat good for the Home Depots of the world because people are going to fix up, and that's what happens when home home sales, uh, uh, you know, slow usually, is that you have these situations where, you know. Uh, Lowe's and Home Depot pick up because people fix things, but I wouldn't buy Home Depot here. Why? Well, <laughs> for various obvious reasons. Uh, it's below that 200-day line. That's critical. I don't want to buy below there. Nothing really good goes on below this 200-day line. Another thing is that we have that 50-day uh, line uh, diving below that 200-day line. What that says is that uh, in the short term, people are selling this. Okay, even though we may have a, 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 even though we had a movement up today, in the short term, if you draw the reversal line, that's your reversal line, and it's way below the 200. So I just probably would not be in. I just wouldn't be in Home Depot. Let's look at Baba. Baba is probably another one of these ones that, in a different time, this was an awesome stock. I I, I definitely bought it, but this just is a terrible chart. This is a terrible chart. Now, I, I wish I, you know, I said, well, you know, because so much had come come out of the, the that I wouldn't short it. But it looks as if, you know, you know, it it it, it it's shortable. <laughs> now, I don't think I'm going to be shorting it. What's happening is it's coming down, bouncing, coming down, bouncing. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's just it's just it's just it's just moving like that. So. Um, but would I buy this thing long? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, it's just too dangerous. All right. Well, we're getting kind of to the end. Dead cat bounce. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to watch out here, Derek, is that, yeah, I mean, we do have a potential for a dead cat bounce. We just do. And, and you know, there was this was a relief rally. There was like, you know, wow, it wasn't 75 basis points. It was only 50. So hooray. Um, so that's, you know, let's, before we go in further into the market, we're going to have raging inflation. It's just one of those things. Before we go further into the market, let's wait for that. Hopefully follow through day on tomorrow. Hopefully we get the fourth day where all the major, where two or more, uh, indexes are up. That would be a follow through day. If we have higher volume, which we may or may not have then we can possibly try to move into the market. But, you know, we may have a dead cat bounce. You're absolutely right. That's why we got to be super careful. That's why I'm exposing my portfolio primarily to the strongest sectors. And right now, the strongest sector out there is the oil sector. And that's where I'm doing most of my exposure. I'm oil, natural gas, things that are going to benefit from inflation. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. So hopefully... You know, hopefully we'll have some better, better news. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the best place to, if you're going to deploy any cash, if you're going to deploy any cash right now, I think that energy sector is the place to be. I just want to show you the easiest way probably right now is just to buy the ETF. And that is the XLE. This is the, probably the way that what I would recommend if I wanted to get back into the market, don't, don't go hog wild. Don't put in. You know, don't, just, just don't throw down. Don't throw down on this one. Half or a, a, maybe a full position on this one. That's it. This is what I recommend, the XLE, um, because it basically you're buying the, the, the energy sector. And right now, 
that's the one that's benefiting the most. Well, thank you very, very much, everybody. It's uh, always a pleasure. I'll be back tomorrow, of course, uh, with more stuff. And uh, if you're not already on the Action Trade Alerts, um, you know, it's super easy. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com, first and last name and email address. And uh, we send out some special stuff like, you know, heat maps and stuff like that. We also have a, uh, a trading community. We have a special Discord. That's available through www.dallastradingfloor as well. Uh, so you can see that as well. Um, so until uh, until tomorrow, well, until tomorrow at 5, let's see. Did I get everybody? <laughs> All right. Yeah. I wish I had more time. Um, so, hey, everybody, just, you know, get on the list. And uh, I'm going to be trying to, to put out some more, like, alerts, buy points, and that kind of stuff, uh, more of that stuff that I've been doing uh, on the show because I think that that's real helpful, especially when we're trying to get back into the market. But uh, I'll be back tomorrow at 5. Thanks, everybody. Oh, by the way, super important, please like it because that really helps me a lot. If you like the show, then it gets it gets me out to more people. I'm still trying to build. I have lots of great uh, people on TikTok. I'm trying to build a bigger audience on YouTube. So please, it's also, you know, if you can like me on on uh, TikTok, that's great too. But please, if you're on, if you're on um YouTube, please like me on that. It really helps me a lot. And I will be back tomorrow at 5. Thanks, everybody, and uh, happy trading.